and thank you for tuning in to Faith Worship Center's weekly sermon. We hope you are inspired and encouraged by this week's message as we all live to bring more of heaven to earth. Well, welcome. We're so glad you're here. Glad you're here on Easter Sunday. You know, um, I've always loved Easter. Um, I think it's my favorite. I love Christmas a lot, but I love Easter. And um, it's definitely my favorite. I love new life. I love what it means. Um, when I was a little girl, I, I had a little... Um, they didn't make them that well then. I had a little um, keyboard. It sounded awful. But um, I was proud of it and pleased with it. And um, I would play on that thing. And I was taking piano lessons. And anyway, um, we were attending a little church at that time. Sometimes. We'd go sometimes. And the church would talk all about God but never told you that you could really know him. And um, one of the songs, of course, that they would sing, they sang all the traditional hymns and everything, and one of the songs that they would sing was Christ the Lord is Risen Today. I love that song. Do you love that song? I, I do. And even as a kid, I that song did something to me. I... I would just get on that little keyboard thing, and I, on Easter morning, I would start playing that in my room. But I'd start playing that keyboard and, and, and just singing, Christ the Lord is risen today. I didn't know a whole lot about what I was singing. I just knew I was drawn to it. I was just drawn to Christ the Lord is risen today. But I didn't know, I didn't know that it was really for me at that time. You know, Paul says um, in Philippians, he says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. And in Ephesians, he says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms. That you may know. That I may know. I didn't know as a kid, but something in me wanted to. I just didn't know what. I just knew that that song just brought some kind of hope to me, but I couldn't figure out why. That you may know him and the power that raised him from the dead. 
knowing the power of his resurrection becomes way more than some faraway fact. It becomes a daily living, breathing reality in our lives. You know, when Jesus conquered death, he brought victory and life to every single thing that we could ever possibly face in this life. Every single thing. You know, the word resurrection, I looked it up, and it actually means to stand again. I like that. To stand again. You think about the times in your life where you might not have been standing. You might have felt like you were flat down on your back. But then you stand again. And that's what his resurrection is. It's able to restore life to all that's dead, all that seems lost, all that's been dormant, or all that's impossible. In Revelation, it says, Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. Jesus says, I am the living one. I was dead, but now look, I'm alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys that unlock death and the unseen world. Mm, So powerful. We're going to look at a couple of passages today that took place right after Jesus rose from the the grave. The first one we're going to look at is in John. If you have your Bibles, it's John chapter 20. There's similarities to these two passages, and that's why I'm going to look at them both. John chapter 20, verse 11. Now, earlier in the morning, first before I read this, earlier in the morning, uh, Mary and others had gone to the tomb, and they didn't find Jesus. And I believe that angels spoke to them while they were there. So they went and told the others, but then they came back with the others. And this is what happened. So it's John chapter 20, verse 11. I should give a little more of a backdrop than that. When the disciples came back with them, they looked around, but they didn't see anything. All they saw was a folded up cloth, the thing that Jesus was wrapped in when he died, but they didn't see anything. So they left. And Mary just couldn't leave. She just stood there. It says, but Mary was standing outside the tomb, weeping. So as she wept, she stooped to look into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had been lying. And they said to her, woman, why are you weeping? And she said to them, because they have taken away my Lord. And I do not know where they put him. And when she said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. And yet 
She did not know that it was Jesus. And Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? Thinking that he was the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you put him, and I will take him away. And Jesus said to her, Mary. And she turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Now we're going to look in Luke. There's something similar that happened. It was only a matter of hours later after this incident. Luke chapter 24. There were a few disciples that were walking along a road, talking and trying to process everything that had been going on. Sometimes it's a good idea to go for a walk. <laughs> kind of helps, helps process. Luke 24, verse 13. I'm going to read it because it gives us a little picture of what was happening here. And behold, on that very day, so this was later, two of them were going to a village named Emmaus, which was 60 stadia from Jerusalem. And they were talking with each other about all the things which had taken place. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself approached and began traveling with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, what are these words that you are exchanging with one another as you're walking? And they came to a stop looking sad. And one of them, named Cleopas, answered and said to him, Are you possibly the only one living near Jerusalem who does not know about the things that happened here these days? And Jesus said to them, What sort of things? <laughs> I just love this. And they said to him, Those about Jesus the Nazarene who proved to be a mighty a prophet, mighty indeed in word in the sight of God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death and crucified him. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, besides all this, it is now the third day since these things have happened. But also... Some women among us left us all be bewildered when they were at the tomb early in the morning and didn't find his body. They came to us saying that they had also seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. And so some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it exactly as the women had said, but him they didn't see. And then Jesus said to them, You foolish men, <laughs> and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary for the Christ to suffer these things and to come into his glory? 
And then beginning with Moses and with all the prophets, he explained to them the things written about himself in all the scriptures. And they approached the village where they were going. And he gave the impression that he was going to go further. So they strongly urged him saying, stay with us for it's getting toward evening and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them and it came about when he had reclined at the table with them that he took the bread and blessed it and he broke it and began giving it to them. And then their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he vanished from their sight. (laughs) I wanted to read both of those passages because of the similarities. Mary goes to the tomb and she's She is so broken. She is grieving. She is feeling so much despair. The very least thing she wanted to do that morning, she couldn't do. She wanted to go and she brought spices and things to prepare Jesus's body. And now his, his body's not even there and she couldn't even do it. The grief was unspeakable. The disciples Those guys, they were grieving too. And they were also disappointed but disillusioned too. That's why they were talking to each other and they're trying to talk it through like, I don't get it. I don't get it. This isn't the way it was supposed to go down. This wasn't the way it was supposed to go down. Jesus was supposed to come and he was supposed to He was supposed to, like, free us, free us, free Israel, free the, free us from the the Roman government. Instead, he got killed on Friday. This just is not the way it was supposed to go down. And that's even what they told Jesus, that it wasn't the way it was supposed to go down. (laughs) I just think that's so funny. They clearly had other ideas for the best way for Jesus to do this. And you know what? A lot of times we do the same thing. We think we have a better way. We think this is the way God should do this in this situation. If God's going to show up, it's going to look like this. And when it doesn't, what do we do? We feel like, God, where are you? It wasn't supposed to be like that. It wasn't supposed to look like that. You know, I've thought about this, about Jesus not just telling them right away. He could have, you know. He could have just not let Mary go on thinking that he was the gardener. He could have said, Mary, 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 stop right there. It's me. It's me, but he didn't. And then with the disciples, he could have told them the same thing. Guys, settle down. Here I am. It's me. But he didn't. He didn't. And you know, I was really pondering this. 
And I thought, wait, is it possible that maybe Jesus was setting a new precedent for them and for us to follow for the future? Maybe he was wanting to teach us to look for him, to learn to look for him and see him, even if it's not how we think he should look. But by faith, to start looking to see him moving in every situation. You know, he's always moving. He's always working. Jesus said in John chapter 5, he said, My father, my father is always working, and so am I. He said that. I'm always working. We're always working. We're always moving, even when you can't see. You know that song, Waymaker? Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. For Mary, she recognized him when he spoke her name. Something powerful about that. Has Jesus ever spoken your name to you? And you just knew that's him. Isaiah 43 says, fear not, for I have redeemed you and I have called you by your name. You are mine. You know, when the Lord calls us by name, it kind of goes past our name. It goes way past it. Because we share our names, right, with millions of other people in the world. But when he speaks our name, he's speaking just to us. He's speaking to who we really are and who he created us to be. And there is nobody on the planet who shares that with us. And that's how it is when he speaks to us. And I believe that's how it was when he said, Mary, because his appearance didn't change to her, but something awakened in her when he spoke her name. In a single second, a single second, Mary could clearly see the resurrected Jesus. She went from confusion and disappointment to recognition and then to knowing and experiencing the hope and joy of his resurrection. Hmm. There, was a, there was a time in my life where, I've had a lot of times actually, where Jesus has spoken to me. But there's one that was so vivid, and I was thinking of this as I was thinking about Mary and how she had been in that heartbroken grief stage. And there was a, a time where I was in that place of despair. Despair, and it was from loss. It was from a great loss in our lives. But I was in a, a time of worship. And during this time of worship... The Lord spoke to me, 
And he spoke to me past my name, and he went way, way down into the depths that only he can go into. And you know, I was never the same after that time. After that encounter with him, I was never the same. As a matter of fact, I walked out of that place completely restored and healed. I walked out of that place with hope that I did not have coming into that place. That is what Jesus does. That's the kind of thing he does. When he calls us by our name, he's speaking to our hearts to get our attention so we can see what he's seeing. You know, I believe the Lord is wanting to open our eyes more and more and our ears so that we can see and take part in the power of his resurrection, which is all around us. You know, it's all around us, you guys. I, I found this, I found this uh, about Martin Luther. Martin Luther said this about resurrection. He said, our Lord has written the promise of resurrection, not in books alone, but in every leaf in springtime. God, God is making things new all the time. All the time. Even as I'm speaking, he's making things new all the time. This is what he does. And he does it in creation. And he does it in our lives. And he does it here. Sometimes you're going to see it in an answered prayer. You're going to see it in a healed relationship that seemed lost, but now it's found and better than before. Sometimes you're going to see it in a healed mind or a healed body. Sometimes you're going to see it in the faith of a little child. It's amazing how God can speak to us through, through children. It really, really is. There's a reason why Jesus, one time when he was teaching, he picked up a child. As they were all waiting for the heavy revies he was going to bring to, to them, he picks up a small child and he plunks the child on his lap. And he said, unless you become like one of these, you're not going to be able to see what I see. You are not going to be able to see the kingdom. This past week, I was watching our littlest um, granddaughter, and um, she w I was pushing her on one of those kitty car things, you know, so we were just, she loves that thing. So you, you get a lot of steps in when you're doing that. So I was just, you know, around and around and around the yard. Well, we have hills, we have grassy hills in our yard, and so every time we'd get to the top of one of those hills, you know, I'd stop at the top. And we'd go, ready, set, go. And I would push the kitty car, and she'd go flying down. And she'd be laughing her head off. And she'd say, do it again. Do it again. She must have done that a hundred times. And as she did that, I just laughed, you know, and I, I heard the Lord just speak to my heart. And he said, that's right. That's right. Ask me to do it again. 
Ask me to do it again, what you've seen me do before. Ask me to do it again. It's all through just hearing our, our little, little Lucy. Do it again. You know, sometimes, um, I don't know about you, but sometimes even a, a, a movie can speak to you. Has that happened to you? Daryl shared that a couple weeks ago. I'm not going to share that. But it happened to be a movie that gave him a new hope. And I, for me, I, I, I read a book like about a month ago. And it was a, a book with, with testimony in it. And as I put the book down, I realized, my goodness, God just spoke to me through that book. The power of the testimony and it just turned me right around. This is what he does. This is the power of the resurrection. This is him working all the time. <laughs> Isn't he awesome? <laughs> oh, I was listening to music as I was getting things ready yesterday. And there's this song. You guys probably know it. But I've only heard it like, I don't know, a number of times. The song is called, There Was Jesus. You know, Dolly Parton and um, uh, the guy she sings it with, um, Zach Williams, I think. Yeah. And, you know, I just started just crying as I was listening to, so, to this song. But the chorus says, in the waiting, in the searching, in the healing, and the hurting, like a blessing buried in the broken pieces Every minute, every moment, where I've been and where I'm going, even when I didn't, didn't know it or couldn't see it, there was Jesus. There was Jesus right there. Oh, Lord, that we would recognize you, that we would see you more and more. But the disciples, their moment of recognition came when Jesus broke the bread and blessed it. You imagine that? They had spent like a few hours with him. <laughs> and he sits there and then he breaks the bread and he blessed it and they went, oh! Whoa, it's him. Oh my gosh, I just can't. Oh gosh, you can just feel how they must have felt. The power of communion, remembering, calling to mind. You know, when Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me, this is, this is how it's written in Greek. It means this. To call me affectionately to remembrance. So when he says, do this in remembrance of me, it's a, it's a heart thing. It's telling our hearts to look for him again. To call to him affectionately with our hearts. It wasn't for the head but it was for our hearts so we would affectionately refocus and remember him 
and be awakened more and more to the power of his resurrection. And when we do, we're able to see as he sees, hope as he hopes, believe as he believes, and above all, able to love as he does. Jesus said, I'm the resurrection and the life. And the greatest way to know the power of Christ's resurrection is through a heart and life surrendered to him, to Jesus himself. I've done a lot of things in my life, but the greatest thing that I've ever done, if you call it a thing that I've done, was just to give Jesus my life. It's the greatest thing. I've known him for 40 years. I didn't know him as that little girl who played that little keyboard. I didn't know him yet. But I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for the day that I came to know him, that I came to see, that I came to know him. No regrets. Not even one. And I know you guys can relate to that too. I'll close with this scripture. Ephesians 5.1 says, Therefore be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. You know, we're going to pray in a minute. But I just, you know, I don't know where you all are at, what's going on in your life. But I do know that whatever it is, Mm. that Jesus, he's got it. He's the answer. He is the answer. I, he is the answer. You know, you may, you may feel like, well, you know, I, I, I feel like I was closer to him years ago or whatever. That's okay. You can be close to him like that. Just like Mary's eyes were opened and the disciples' eyes were open. It doesn't take a big, long thing. Maybe you've never given your heart to the Lord ever. Today's a great day to do that. (laughs) You'll never regret it. And I mean that with all my heart. You'll never, ever regret it. It is the best. It is the best. (laughs) All right. Well, let's pray. Oh, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the power of your resurrection. We thank you, Lord, that to know you is the greatest joy that there can ever be. 
And Lord, if, if, if anybody here is in that place where they're questioning and wondering, what would it be like? Just pray that you just visit there, just visit with them right now. If they're, if they're calling out to you and just saying, Lord, I do want to know you. Then I pray God that, that, yeah, that they can meet you today because you're more than willing. (laughs) You're more than willing to walk with us, live with us, be in us, be our father and for us to be your kids. I pray, God, for everyone in this room. I pray, Lord, that each one of us, no matter where we are at, can know the power of your resurrection, can know that you alone can take something and make it alive, can take a broken heart and heal it, can take a broken body and restore it, can take a broken mind or depression and lift it off. That's who you are. We just invite you to come, Lord, and minister in your healing power today, Lord. Heal hearts, heal minds, heal bodies. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks again for listening to this week's message. If you'd like more information about our church, visit faithworship.org.